0: This is Get Unstuck Radio episode 22, Get Noticed, Get Hired with Shelley Phillips. Welcome to Get Unstuck Radio, the place to brainstorm with you on business and life strategy, to get unstuck with system automation and delegation, and also to get quality for sustainable business and lifestyle. I'm your host, Mukita Panmok. Let's get unstuck. Hi, everyone. So today, please welcome Shirley Philip, with me, creator of Successfully Ever After Award-winning author and personal branding coach. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm looking forward to talk to you today so much because like right now we are locked down here and I believe that people really need to know in order to create their personal brand and what to do with this online business, right?
1: Yeah, and it's it's really a perfect time for people to, we're at home right now, we're spending some time online and everything, and we can't really get out and about and do a lot. So it's really a a perfect time for people to take the opportunity to invest in themselves and um, to really start building out that brand so that when everything opens back up in the economy again, they're right ready to go with whatever it is that, whether it's looking for a job or whether launching their own business that, you know, you do the same steps for both. This is a great time to actually get all that started and get it in place. So tell us more about yourself. How can we know more about Shelly? Well, so I got my start, I was a journalist for several years. I was in newspapers, so I learned all about crafting stories and telling stories and getting down to the heart of what a person is really about. And so I moved into the corporate world after that and began PR and marketing and throughout the years have gotten, you know, very familiar with social media certifications and all that kind of stuff. And so one thing has kind of led to another. And so finally now I've been able to take all the pieces and put my own pieces together, I've used it for myself and and now have a couple of hundred folks that have been through the program and have successfully created their own brands and found careers and, and got launched into the world kind of thing. So it's been really exciting. And then the flip side of that is that I'm also an author. The journalist in me just never went away. And so last year, I released my first book, which is called When in Doubt, Delete It. And mm-hmm. I'm away with the Author Academy Award and the self-help category for that. And then this year in May, so just a couple of weeks away from when we're doing this interview, my second book, Get Notice, Get Hired, which is based on the successfully ever after principles, is going to be hitting the market then too. So it, it's been a really fun kind of journey to get to where I'm at right now. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been exciting. Yeah.
0: So you mentioned to me when we talked before that like you do the career change as well. How that affects you and what makes you decided to do the online business right now? I mean, mm-hmm. since you started, of course.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing is, you know, I, I wanted something that would be pretty accessible to a lot of people. And so fortunately in the world that we live in today, everybody is walking around with a device that they can connect with. So really the main reason going online with a piece of it was that I wanted something people could access wherever they were, whenever they wanted to. So whenever it was convenient for them to sit down, invest in themselves a little bit and get that kind of training and put it into place, they could do it. So that was really the first reason for that. But then the second reason is that so much of branding happens online now. And so it's really important people kind of get familiar with that aspect of it as well, because when, when you're building out your brand or when you're looking for a career or anything like that, the first place people go is online to find out about you. And so I'm like, well, you know, if I'm going to be teaching branding and I'm going to be showing people how that this online persona matters so much, they're probably going to be checking me out online. And so it was just kind of a natural fit for that kind of program to start that way. Hmm. And since you have done both
0: journalists and PR marketing offline in the corporate world, is that any right. different
1: from those offline big corporate and online world these days? It's a little different, probably in some of the when you're doing it for a big corporation, you're you're trying to take multiple people's personalities and and wants and desires and and the way they message and that kind of thing to kind of put it out. When you're working for yourself, you know your message and you know what you want, you know, to people to take away from it. So really and truly, you've only got to make you happy and make sure that the message resonates with you and the people that you want to work with, or the people that you want to attract to you. So in that regard, it's a little bit, it's a little bit easier to me as far as doing your own business than it is for like a big corporate kind of thing. But the principles are the same. They're just kind of scaled up. Budgets are bigger for a corporate organization than they would be for a small business getting started or a solo entrepreneur trying to get launched or whatever. The principles that you use are exactly the same because you want to know who your audience is, you want to know what your message is, and then you want to know how to best take those pieces and get a message that's going to get in front of them.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I did the offline business before as well, and I can see that it's not that difference between offline and online, but just difference, how to say that, activities somehow, mm-hmm. how we connect each other. But the yeah. foundation and the principle are quite the same. Yep, I totally agree. Let's talk about the successfully ever after a little bit. Mm-hmm. What exactly this program come from? Like how can you come up with this idea? I love the so,
1: Oh, thank you. So Successfully Ever After is kind of a 20-year a journey, if you want to look at it that way. So in my corporate world, I've done hiring and training. And then in my personal life, I've been really blessed to be part of a, I worked when I was in college, I was in a sorority. And so then I've been blessed to be able to give back to that group of women. And so for about 14 years, I had about 200 women a semester. That came through the organization, and I was able to work with all the officers and mentor them. And so, basically, you know, it, it really got to sort of weighing on me at a certain point in time when I was working with them. That they would they would graduate and they would have these degrees, but then they couldn't find a job in their field, and they would either be stuck being working, say, at a Starbucks or at a retail organization or something like that. But their passion was. In a totally different field, because that's what they had studied for four years. And so really, and truly, it kind of grew from both worlds after working in the corporate world and and hiring people, and seeing how they came in and how they interviewed and how they presented themselves and the mistakes they made doing that. And then working with these women that were just getting ready to go into the workforce about teaching them how you could present yourself, how you interview and how you answer the questions and how you write your resumes and how you build your online profiles to get the attention that you want. So combine all of that together and we came up with Successfully Ever After. And so basically that program in 30 days will walk you through creating your personal brand for career and so it teaches you how to go back. We we start real simply with like an audit of what your current brand is. You know, I get people to to search themselves. I don't know if you being in business and stuff, you probably have. You've Googled yourself before, but a lot of people have never Googled themselves just to see what comes up because I think the latest statistic that I saw was that 79% of candidates right now are rejected because of something somebody finds about them online. Whether <laughs> or whether it's they go to their Twitter or whatever and they see that they, you know, they on these rants or their whatever, you know. And so, but I mean, that's a staggering number to me that there's you know, 79% of businesses Say they've rejected someone because of what they found online about them. And so I start the program real simply getting them to actually start looking into these things and seeing if there's areas that they already have issues and showing them how they can fix them. And then a lot of people say, well, I'm just going to turn off social media. I won't use it then if it's going to be a detriment to me. Well, you know, that's almost as bad on the flip side because a business, if they can't find you, they either assume, A, you're hiding something you don't want us to know about you, Or either you're not techie enough or savvy enough to know how to use this. And almost every business today requires you on some kind of, you're representing them, whether you're officially their spokesperson or not. So when you're out in the community, you're wearing logoed apparel or anything like that, you're going to be representing them. So they want to make sure you're a brand fit with them, just like you want them to be a brand fit with you. And then we kind of take it from there and we go into all the different marketing pieces, your resumes, your your cover letters, your online profiles, and we show you how to build those out in a way that you're able to highlight your unique strengths. And so that you can make sure that the message that you're putting out there is the message that you want people to actually receive.
0: Yeah, that's really important because when I was younger, right, before I go to college, I mean university, I have to decide whether which part I really want to go through. And I decide to go for law school because that's what I like. But how mm-hmm. can I put myself in front of those law school students who are like thousands of them each year? And how can I get to make difference in the world? I mean, that's really important. And it takes time to discover that as well.
1: It's not easy. It really does. And, and one of the things that I tell all of the people that go through our program is that a piece of deciding what career that you want to follow and different things like that is also based on your values. You want to find an organization that feels the same way you feel about certain things. You know, like Integrity is a big deal to me. So I want to work for an organization that has integrity in what they do and in the way they treat their people. And so when you're building out these things, you want to have in mind too what you're looking for. And so the other piece of that puzzle is that we teach people how to look into other people's brands and know the questions to ask so that they can make sure That when they get ready to go on these interviews and things like that, that they're prepared to make sure that, yes, this really is a company that I want to work for and I want to invest my time and talent with.
0: Yeah, because it's not only they want to work with you, but also do you want to work with them? You have to spend time with them, right? Mm -hmm. And I also like understand the culture of the company also play a very big role. And Mm that includes in the branding of the company itself. So yeah, Absolutely. So you mean that if we have an eye on this company that we want to work with, we have to align our personal brand with them. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure. I tell people, I said, an interview is a two-way street. So not only is this company interviewing you to make sure that you're, that you have the skills and knowledge to do the job that they're looking for, you need to look at it as you're interviewing them too. Because we spend probably, what, two-thirds of our waking life at work. You know, we spend more time there than we do at home with our family and with our friends and that kind of thing. So when you look at it that way, it's important that it's a fit for you, too. It's not necessarily all about the paycheck to begin with. You'll get there eventually. You can work yourself into different positions through promotion and that kind of thing. But, you know, the really big thing is, is this someplace that I want to get up and go every day? Do I feel like they have the heart of the employees, you know, and what they're doing? Are they doing something that I socially agree with? If those things are at conflict, you're never going to enjoy what you do every day. And so a big piece of that is learning how, yeah, I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Like when I get to that point in time. I always ask when I recruit
0: anyone that what is your weakness that is not your strength? that's always somehow they answer. People usually answer that way these days.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's funny. I said, you know, in part of the program, I said, we've taken a lot of the 10 most common interview questions. <laughs> like now they've gone to these behavioral type questions. They put, you know, it's more situational. Tell me a time that you have exhibited something or, or tell me when you've been involved in a search situation and how you handled it and that kind of thing. And the way you answer that tells somebody a lot about your character and your personality. They figure out whether you're a follower or a leader or whether that you're someone that, okay, I can overlook some things or no, details matter to me. And or are you going to be a good team player? Or are you someone that's just going to be off on your own? And so learning how to answer those questions is also a really important way of being able to communicate your brand to someone in a face-to-face kind of conversation.
0: Right. Yeah. I never think that way, but you are right right now because I'm do, still doing recruiting for my clients currently. And that's exactly what we are looking for as employers or like recruiter to bring someone into our team, Right. Even mm-hmm. this is still like a small business because we are like, I mean, me working with small business still, these online right. businesses, that's what we are looking for anyway. We want to build someone who can go with us further down the line and align with our company culture. But there are so many businesses that want mm-hmm. to start hiring other people or like have a good team members, but they don't know yet about their culture. So in that issue, what would you think in terms of like you help individual building that personal brand, but then they have to approach the company that they think that they can work in this position, but they're not sure because their branding are not that clear. They still like at the going phase still. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest?
1: One of the things, if you're in that situation that you think you're interested in a company or but you're like not a hundred percent sure kind of thing. One of the things I, I like to coach clients in is before you end that first interview, ask that person that's interviewing what has been their best day at work. And so if the person can't give you one big red flag, you know, right, they're like, oh my gosh, they couldn't come up with one thing that's been a great thing about their job. And I might want to reconsider whether I want to work here or not. You know? Wow, yeah. But the, but the other piece of that is, You get to see how an actual person that works there, what it is that they enjoy about their job, what it is they enjoy about the organization itself. You can tell when a company invests in its people, whether they do the training, they want them to grow, they want them to succeed. And you can tell when asking that one question can really, really give you some great feedback about whether... If you're uncertain about the organization and how it totally fits with you, that's one question that you can ask that you'll walk away, that you should have a really good idea after the person answers that, whether, yep, this is someplace I still want to think about and consider. I'm the one doing the interviewing. I always like to ask the person, because you're assuming going into an interview that they've researched your company and they know a little bit about you and that kind of thing. And so I always like to ask a person, For them to tell me how they would describe our organization based on what they know. Mm. So then you can kind of see, is the branding that you're putting out there matching what they're taking from it? Or has they got some totally different interpretation of what's happening here? And that would be a good red flag for an interviewer to see if everybody's on the same page from the beginning, or if we need to do a little work, making sure that this person is actually what we're looking for and do they understand what they're coming into. So that it can kind of work both ways. Yeah,
0: that's very important. When I was younger, I think I got asked that question and I wasn't prepared on that organization. So I couldn't answer that and I did bail out. So they, they did me <laughs> on. I think it was on internship, one of the organizations that I applied. And yeah, I got the red flag on that day. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. When you ask someone to do the research, Both sides though, because like as a recruiter, we also do the research on that person, like how they're doing, of course. And for their side, they're also doing research on us. But how to do the research? Like in which perspective each side should look for to get onto that day of the interview date?
1: So, you know, employers, the percentages now are pretty staggering that they're doing most of their research online about the candidates. And not just like LinkedIn, is probably the premier business profile site. A lot of businesses are moving farther than that. Like they're starting with Google and they're checking their LinkedIn profile, but they're also wanting to see, do people have personal websites and things like that? We're seeing a growing trend. The last number that I saw was about 80% of businesses think it's impressive. They think it adds to a person's credibility if they have their own website. And so small things like that can really add up in your favor as a potential employee that if you're doing these things, plus it gives you all these other platforms to showcase your skills and your abilities and that kind of thing. If you're the employee looking to be hired, there's so many job sites out there now that like take for instance like Glassdoor is a really great site because not only does it allow the company to put information about themselves out there, former employees or current employees can provide information. And so, I tell people on those sites you get take it with a grain of salt because if someone was fired or something like that, then they may be very disgruntled and And their view may not be exactly accurate if they were fired for cause. But if you see a lot of reviews on there that are just negative, 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 then it's a good red flag for you to like find some real people that work there, make those connections online through LinkedIn and some other places like that, and do some background investigation on your own ask them what their experiences have been like there. Would you recommend someone apply here and why? And those kind of things, you know, a lot of people are willing to reach out and network with you and give you that kind of information if you take the time to kind of nurture those relationships. And so, and then there's also a lot of groups and stuff that you can be involved with on LinkedIn some some of those sites that really put you with people that are already in the workforce doing that kind of thing. And you can get some, some pretty quick, accurate, up to the this is what's happening here at this organization kind of information from those kind of things. So I would say those are two really good ways to to do that. Businesses are always going to probably do background checks. And depending on how deep they go, if you go back into police records and, and driving records and, and things like that, depending on what the criteria for your job is, some of those things are some things that you can do about. And some of those things are just what they are. You would just need to have a very, if you had that in your background, you would need to have just some very clear explanations for it. If they happened when you were really young, like you can always beg for forgiveness. You know, it's like, I have grown and matured since that part of time in my life. And, and I realized that, you know, now to tell them what you learned from it, make it a positive for you if so that they don't see it just as a total negative against you. But you know I think there's lots of opportunities on both sides. A lot of times before when you would apply for a job, you'd show up at an interview and you were kind of at that em- employer's mercy. You had no idea other than what you read in the job description about what I was coming for. And now, you know, it's so much information available online and access to people who are working and in the workforce now and that kind of thing. If you don't do the homework yourself, you're putting yourself at the disadvantage now. You know, you really should do that homework and find out what that company is all about, what the atmosphere is really like. Does it match what they're putting out there and saying, this is what we believe in and this is what we aspire to be and do. And so I would say take advantage of all that's out there for you to be able to make sure that you're making that good career fit.
0: Yeah, I always like having not double standard, but preferable when they send email to me and saying that, hey, we have checked these activities from your company already. Mm -hmm. And it's feel great because we feel like, hey, what we do are visible out there as well Mm -hmm. as they want to join us and they participate.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things that we teach is, is customizing your communications with a potential employer. So, you know, like what you're saying is like, you automatically felt good about that person when they had, they've complimented you on something that you were doing or said they were interested in. So there's things like that, that you can do that will really make you stand out as an employable candidate versus someone who just sends a form letter or a form email. You know, I'm interested, what have you got kind of thing. And so, you know, there's lots of ways that you can work in your own branding and and be able to slide in. I was on Instagram and I saw this great campaign that you were running And I really love this piece of it because I am socially conscious and concerned about the environment too. So not only are you able to, I'm looking at you and I see what you're doing, but I'm also being able to tell you that I'm making it a match to what my values are too. So going into it, I'm on that same playing field with you that I care about the same things that you care about.
0: Yeah, that's very powerful. And it's very important this day to, I always support people to like, Wake up every single day and do what you love, right? And Mm -hmm. without that feeling to have a happy day, like today's the best day of my life to go to work, you're lacking something. Your life is not fulfilled because you have
1: to work, I mean, almost every day. We cannot deny (laughs) that, right? And that's kind of where the Successfully Ever After name comes from. Mm. Grow up, we're told those fairy tales as we're growing up and, and everything ends happily ever after. What I want is that your career life has that same feeling for you. And I tell people, we're all human. Not every day at work is gonna be a great day, but I mean, there's gonna be some bad days in there. You're gonna have an argument or you're not gonna get something out on deadline that you needed to get out on deadline or there's gonna be frustrations that come about. But as long as you can say, Pretty much every day I get up and I enjoy going where I go to work and I enjoy doing what I do, then, you know, those little frustrations are going to be like, you can just brush them off and be like, okay, tomorrow will be a better day. And you can really focus on that end game, that successfully ever after that I have found my path and I have found my joy and being able to do both you know, just sets you up for really a great life. Yeah, that's very important
0: for me. And I believe so do you because that's what you are doing every single day, helping your clients, right? It's very important to do what you love every single day and resonate with who you are, what you believe in and what's so on so that we can have a successfully ever after. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's great. That's a great, great motto, though. Yeah, so... How can someone work with you? Like, how can they reach out to you then?
1: You can find me on my website, chellyphillips.com, C H E L L I E, Phillips2Ls.com. The books are available. Amazon and different things like that. I'm on all the social platforms. And so I love for people to connect with me. And I put out tons of free resources too. If you want to get a good idea of who I am and kind of my character and my feel, you can kind of follow along and see what it is. If you like Instagram TV, I got a bunch of posts on there that like walk you through interview tips and branding tips and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, feel free to check them all out and give me a like and a follow. And, but yeah, the website's probably the easiest way to get all the information. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Check it out because I believe that it's both important for the employer side and also employee as well. So totally support you all along the way. Thank you.
1: Thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. It's been a great time. I've enjoyed it. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Unstuck Radio. If you enjoy the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new show every week. I would love to if you left us the review. If you want to get unstuck, check my 5-step entrepreneur freedom formula for scaling your business without sacrificing your lifestyle at wwwextraordinarilybymutitacom forward
1: slash freedom. Speak then!